Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This spoiler-filled and extended episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons just like you. Support Switchcraft and my other content at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Welcome to our Zelda Breath of the Wild spoiler cast. You are right now being warned. Um, we're going to talk about all kinds of things that happen in Breath of the Wild, so if you don't want to... Uh, hear any of this stuff or see any of this stuff if you're watching the video version cover your eyes cover your ears run out of the room screaming or you could just click the close window either way works but um we're going to be talking about that stuff so you have now been warned i have joined here by my good buddy bravd who i've known for many many years hello bravd hello are you excited to talk about zelda yeah it's you hilarious not, oh go ahead not allowed me to talk about it with you <laughs> For a week, because we are wasting good content. Yes, I was just going to say that. Every single time that he and I start to talk about Zelda, I'm like, no, we must not talk about this now. We have to wait. Uh, we actually did have a, um, I don't know, it was like a 45-minute discussion once where you came by to get my Pro Controller for your Switch, and we no, talked no, about... Oh, bring it back. That's right. Off, yeah. And yep. we talked about Zelda awesome. at length at that point. But no spoilers that time. Well, now we're going to spoil stuff. So let's uh, go ahead and get into it. Everybody's been warned. If they haven't left now, that's on them. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk about is spoiling. Like, I personally feel like you can't really spoil this game for somebody. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, there's bits and pieces. You could tell someone... Uh, you know, exactly how to solve a puzzle that they couldn't solve. Um, but as far as the story goes, through hidden little memories that are pretty well hidden in some cases, uh, so you really have to hunt for it to find the story. They're way out of order and stuff. So it, it would be pretty tricky to really ruin a moment for someone. Yeah, and and even those memories, they like, I don't know about you, but they didn't have huge like a huge impact on me. Not the same impact that because I I almost feel like this game when you play it, there's two stories happening at the same time. There's the one that happens in the past or the memories, and then there's your personal story of when you, as Link, and this is one of those games where I actually feel like I'm the character, which is really weird. Um where you go through and you've done this and then this and then this it's it's a like it's a it's its own story but there's no stuff that's set up ahead of time for it it's just what you decide to do yeah i think so i mean i think the open nature of this game is what changes that besides the fact that almost no one in the game knows who you are in, in a lot of the other Zelda games, you're Link. You're Link. You're like capital letter Link, man. You know? Um, and 
everybody seems to know you because you starred in a village that you lived in mm-hmm. or even because you know they just know who you are because you're i don't know famous i guess uh but this one no one knows who you are and lots of people don't even call you by <laughs> your actual name nothing else right that's true they almost nobody calls you link in fact most people are like when you meet them they're like man you kind of look like this dude who got his 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 butt kicked by ganon a hundred years ago but that guy's dead so yeah you can't maybe you're his descendant are you his descendant right and then of course link being the silent protagonist never says anything which i find that a little bit irritating i like i know that they don't want to give him a voice but it's like sometimes when he doesn't say something you're like come on somebody would say something at this point did you find let's get right into the non-spoiler spoilers did you find stop bagging the desk did you find zelda's diary years ago i found i did not find zelda's diary and and that's something to say about this game is there's you can play a hundred hours of it and still not find most things uh but no i never found zelda's diary i found what was the other um the the lady that reversed her age oh yeah what's her name i found her diary which that was all about what happened to like like she talks about the reverse aging process and then she's like, and I got to use it to save this guy. I don't think, see it. I don't think either. I found that one so long ago. I don't remember. Uh, or I never found it, but Zelda's diary on topic of the silent protagonist talks about, it was pretty lengthy. I want to say there was maybe 10 or 12 pages of it to read. Um, how she had just met Link to be her guard she really didn't like him because he never said anything oh (laughs) Uh, so she felt like he was silently judging him her silently she was not she was she did not like that he followed her everywhere without saying anything uh it was it was uh it was very fun to find it was just a little thing that you find and uh uh and then how you know and then she asked him finally one time like what the crap man say something and uh uh, his explanation was kind of uh a neat insight into link i think so obviously he talks to zelda we just never see it right well what was his explanation well i don't want to butcher it uh but it was kind of it was kind of a it was kind of a sweet sentiment that uh he so much hinges on him so much hangs on him in defense of the princess that doesn't want to let people down so you know he hmm. so many times he's had to do things he doesn't want to let anyone down so he finds it easier nothing and let people do or say whatever they're going to do and is, let his actions speak for him that's very, very interesting. Um, yeah. I, like, before you said that, I almost felt like it would have been cool if you could also find a diary of the king where he's like, and I picked this knight out of all of my guys, and I told him, you're going to defend my daughter, and you will not speak to her. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but I think that it. sounds better. Maybe I just never found it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that sounds better. Um, 
And and that totally speaks to like that goes right back to my point that you can't spoil this because like you have to go out of your way to find the story it, it, yeah. other than just the memories which the game tells you to go find. Like not there's nothing that told you, "Hey, Brav, go find this memory." Or um I'm right. sorry, this diary. The diary. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it wasn't a quest or or anything. I was I believe uh hiding i think it's in the castle obviously <laughs> and uh oh i lost you i can't hear you buddy okay oh there you go now you're back that's weird you cut okay. out for a second keep going um, you uh last thing i, I heard is you got lost in the cat or hiding in the castle i think i was hiding yeah i was in the castle climbing a tall tower on the outside uh as one does pretty near where you find the um you find one of the memories as a matter of fact and uh one of the windows i went in because there was flying guardians everywhere and even though by the end of the game it's sport of guardians if they blast you while you're climbing there's very little you can do yeah but fall all the way to the ground um and i jumped into a window a bokoblin or somebody in there to fight a moblin and uh but and then i just started looking around because there was like a, a bow up on the wall or something and there was a diary in there and it, well i was in princess zelda's bedroom from 100 years ago that's really really cool yeah um so okay let's talk about the memories real quick mm -hmm. so that's where all of the voice acting is in the game yeah, what did for the you most part. what did you think of the yeah for the most part where did what did you think of the the voice acting in the memories? Uh, it was fine. It was okay. It was pretty clear that they wanted to give each of the um, uh, whatever those the, the round table or whatever the group of the guardians. Of, no, not guardians. guardians. That's not right. Um, yeah, yeah whatever what those people called? were yeah, yeah. champions. Champions, champions. That's the word. They wanted to give each of them a distinct personality. Awesome. Um, be enough of them for that personality to mean anything to the point where you could say, well, I didn't like the voice acting of, um, but we didn't know any of the motivations or anything to whether there was a reason why this was the way it was. For mm -hmm. the most part, I liked, uh, liked the voice acting. There wasn't enough of it, I think, to worry about so much. Yeah. When, as I was playing the game, I was kind of giving Zelda, or Zelda's voice actor, kind of a hard time. and I, yeah. But I think it has to do with the, almost like the order that I found the memories in. Because there were some that I found right near the end where mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, I was totally wrong about her. She was great in yeah. some scenes, but then other scenes, it was terrible. And I, I'm not sure if it was the writing or her voice acting, or maybe the two just didn't really match up. But a lot of people like they grabbed a hold of this idea that Zelda was terrible and ran with it. And yeah. I was like one of those people. I was like, I don't like her. And then like the last four memories that I found, I was like, Oh, I totally like her as a voice actress now, but before yeah. I really didn't. And my son clued me in on one thing that I really 
did not notice, but as soon as he pointed it out, I was like, yep, yeah, you're right. Mifa, who is one of the champions, and Zelda mm-hmm. sound way too too similar. Oh, maybe. And I really, really, like, Mifa never brought it back for me. I couldn't, every single time that Mifa's grace happened, and she's like, it is my pleasure. I was like, I just wanted to stop playing <laughs> right then because... Yeah. I was irritated by hearing her voice and Zelda sounded somewhat like her. So I think in my head, I kind of confused the two. Um, yeah. But later on in the memories, I feel like the, the, the voice acting for Zelda really uh, picked it up, especially that scene that they showed in the trailer where she's crying. Like that yeah. was awesome. I think she did really uh, well there. I see Vaxer Vaxer in the chat. He has a point. So Zelda has a bit emo voice. She's sad and stuff. And I think that ties in perfectly with what you're saying. He was out of order. Almost, you, you almost have to, because you don't know where they are. And, you, and, you, and a lot of times you don't know where to look for them. And you get hints about where to find them, stables. But if you go to the stables in a different order, then you're going to find the memories in a way different order than the story is told. So Zelda has a super sad story. It's pretty terrible. Um, so if she's whining in, in one memory that you watch and you don't know why she's whining, yes, then you're annoyed that she's whining. Why is Zelda so whining? Exactly. But you, once you, once you get the whole story, holy crap, she had a terrible story. All she wanted was to be the princess Zelda that we know from other games who's, light magic and powerful and and this queen princess who is in charge and is unflappable most of the time and just mixes it up with ganon even in most games now um we and she everything right she's doing everything right and it's just not working and she's devoted her whole life to it and then at one point she finds a different way to contribute she says hey we got these guardians we found these guardians. They're amazing. I'm going to learn how they work. And we're going to use them to defend the kingdom. She found her own way to contribute. And her father shut her down. I was not, I did not like him. In no, he was a jerk. A little bit. He's the, first, he's the first person you find from the past. And he's like, oh, oh, oh I'm Santa Claus with a hang glider. <laughs> oh, 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 here you go. And then you never see him again. And that's because if you did ever see him again, you would try and hit him with a Moblin club until it broke. <laughs> that's awesome. It, 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 <laughs> that's the first right? thing that Vaxer from chat did when he uh, found the old man. It was He hit him with a fire, uh, mm-hmm. a club that was on fire, which I found hilarious. And I told him he was bad. But now I don't think he no. was bad because, he was yeah, the, the, the king is an absolute jerk. Like, I remember that one scene where uh, it, it was, the like, the last memory that I found before I had to go and get the quote-unquote extra memory. Um, mm-hmm. The last one that I found was the one that you were just talking about that you were looking for in the castle. And yeah. um, she's trying, like, she's looking at these guardians, and you could see, like, the, the guardians kind of turning its head left and right, and you're like, it actually looks kind of cool, not terrifying like they are when you're playing. And we'll get to the terrifying nature of these things in a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
but and she's like, look, I've been tr- like Link and I have gone all over the friggin' world trying to unlock my power and it's not working. This is what we're going to do instead, dad. And he is just like, you shut your mouth and you will do as you are told. And, and Link just, you know, Link says nothing the whole time because he he sees the King and just bows his head. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm staying out of this, but I really, really did not like the King. And I Uh, like that. I didn't like every character. Yes. That was cool. I mean, you know, and we've come across the the king in at least one other game because he was a boat in um, Wind Waker. Uh, he king. was also in Skyward Sword, wasn't he? Like, he, uh, maybe he told you to go find play- him. Yeah, I've only played that game once compared to the other ones that I've played, where I've played many times, so I don't remember. Right. Okay. But yeah, he was the boat. I remember that. Yeah. He was nice to, as the boat. He was nice. Well, he's nice to Link. He's just not yeah, nice to Zelda. Yeah. That's what I was just <laughs> clearly the king wanted saying, a boy. I was yeah. I was saying in the chat, you know, like I hit him by mistake. I was just trying to light a torch from his fire and whapped him, and he was he was oh, he was nice about it. <laughs> Zelda, though, I don't know if he would have been quite as nice. All right, so. We we agree that and, and I want to go back and watch the the cutscenes again in order. I, I was yeah. going to do that before I fought Ganon, but I was so excited to fight Ganon that I forgot. So that is that is like the first thing that I'm going to do when I turn the game on again. By the way, have you turned the game on again since you beat it? Uh, well, I mean, if you count right now, then yes, but otherwise, no. Okay. No, I I I loaded the 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 save i finished the game just to see if i could run around and then i saw that i could it's got a star on the save game uh, but otherwise no i haven't because my son is unhappy that he missed the fight against ganon um uh, i'm assuming i can go back and fight ganon i think you can i think that it save saves game. it right before you go in so you can go back um, well, it says I'm in the Hyrule Castle Town ruins, so I'll have to navigate the castle again. Um, Which is really, but otherwise, really easy to do. Like, did you find yeah, it ridiculous well, how fast yeah. you could get to the middle? Yeah. Well, I want to. I want to talk about dungeons, and this will come in play. I liked this game. I loved this game. I liked a lot of things about this game. Enjoyed the. Uh, the dungeons, the the uh, divine guardians, beasts. But I found them divine beasts. I found them very short, and they were not short. Was if I couldn't solve a puzzle, and then once I figured it out, then I was done. Five, five little nodes. Uh, touch them with your your Sheikah slate. And then the whole thing turns back, and then you're done. If those five puzzles are only a medium level of challenging to you, then you have 20 minutes. Um, I loved the ones that were interactive. Rotate parts of the camel. The lizard climbs up the side of the volcano. Um, hips from side to side. I liked how you had to 
manipulate the entire dungeon the way in a class you would do with water switches in the water temple. Um, but they were over very quickly. The bosses were sometimes fight challenging. Um, I only found one very... of the bosses hard. Yeah, the camel boss was a butt. Um, yeah, and you got to fight him with a master sword. I had to fight him with my crappy, <laughs> my <laughs> crappy break swords. Um, uh, but they were they were short. They were short. And the castle, the same. I almost forgot why I brought this up. The castle is the same. The castle was, if I was going slowly, trying to go through all the lower passages where you go into like the library and the and the dock where boats could go and stuff. So going very you know methodically through there, trying to hit every spot because uh, I was trying to finish the like the two first quests, two first mini quests you get <laughs> yeah. are like, hey, I need something from the castle. And then you don't go to the castle for 130 hours or whatever. Yeah, because you look at the um, castle and you're like, are you out of your mind? Yeah, there's I'm no way I'm there. going there. That's scary. <laughs> the castle um, is scary. That's right. Yeah. And I was expecting the castle to be harder to get into. And it was not. Uh, the last time I was on your show, when I was just a, a surprise guest, I mentioned I, I went to the castle by accident trying to go to the castle and suddenly the map the mini map at the bottom came up and I was inside the I was inside the castle uh but I liked going through the lower areas and um and bookcases and and stuff but if you go up the main path and just fight what two three lionels you can just walk in the castle door mm-hmm. and uh actually if I had used uh the power you get from the bird beast and they're much faster you know launched myself up and then just floated over everything right i found the castle to be like so i i had gotten all of the memories and then they're like i I went to impa and impa's like one more memory and i was like damn it pulled the rug out from under me uh, so then I went and got that last memory. That one took me forever to find. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the castle. Uh, and I'm going to park. I'm going to like, cause my, I was streaming it and I was like, I'm just going to get to the room and I'm going to be done. Cause I got right. things I got to go do. Uh, and I, and I figured going through the castle would take me longer than it really did. So I went to the castle and worked my way through. And by the way, I think the castle was really cool. And I feel like there's lots of stuff in the castle that I missed. I still did not get the cookbooks. I still did not get the armor. I never found the Hy- the Hylian shield. Um, somebody said that there's a jail that you can go to. I haven't found that yet either. Uh, yeah. So there's a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. that I missed. I didn't go through any of that stuff. I just kind of um, snuck my way straight to, like, I just kept opening the map and looking at, there's the big dot. All right, how yeah. am I going to get there? And, you know, switching to the Zora armor so I could swim up waterfalls and stuff to get there. Right. And then, like, I was there inside of, like, 10 minutes. Like, right there at the entrance. And I was like, well, I'm going for it. I'm going to kill him. And I went in and, yeah. and finished it. Um, yeah. And it was it was cool. And I want to go back. And you, you said that the dungeons felt short. I probably took a little bit longer than you to do them. Um, 
but I also did them all on stream. So I had distractions, um, yeah. that I, you know, I, I'm constantly talking to people in chat and stuff like that. Um, I felt like a lot of people were like, there's only four dungeons. Do you feel like four dungeons was enough? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if there had been one or two more, I certainly would have been happy to have them. But the way that this game was structured, I think four is four is good because in previous Zelda dungeons are your main task and the side quests and searching around for heart containers and stuff. That's your secondary task in this game. They're almost, or the beasts are almost your secondary task and exploring and looking for the many shrines and whatnot is your primary task. Right. And the the shrines are like the puzzle parts. Yeah. Yeah. I used the beast as a way to sort of pose doing when I got tired of running around and following beeps and, um, searching for stuff and taking pictures of things, then I would go do a beast satisfied with how brilliant I am at beating <laughs> it so quickly. And then, then I could, then I would have refreshed and I could go back to shrine hunting and uh, mini questing or mini, yeah, mini quests and stuff like that. I, I did four it. Was, four was fine. And it, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say four was, four was fine. It made four was, pleasing thematically you have you know it's like you know it's like they make a giant x in the sky pointing right at ganon and stuff right which you can see those laser beams from everywhere in the world and that is very satisfying to see yeah Yeah. um i did the dungeons completely differently like i was scared of the dungeons like so i just kept putting it off and putting it off and i ended up doing the 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 elephant and I don't I don't remember their names because they're all weird names. But yeah. I did the elephant one first, um, and I thought that that was really really fun. Uh, I loved how you manipulate the full dungeon in order to traverse the different spots so that you can uh, access those points. And then I fought uh, Ganon or uh, Water Blight Ganon, which is basically oh, yeah. the boss of the dungeon. Every dungeon has a uh, a different themed boss to it. Although they're, they're all very, very similar. There's not a whole lot of variation to them, but it was still fun. Um, and like when, when the boss showed up, I was like, okay, well, hopefully I can do this. And it was way easier than I thought, like way, way easier to fight him than I thought. And that was on the first one. And I didn't even have the master sword yet. And then, So I didn't feel like I needed to rush out and do the dungeons. And so I I just kept doing it. And then finally I felt like, okay, I'm getting to the point where I really want to go to the castle. But I don't want to do that until I do the dungeon. So the next three streams that I did was dungeon, dungeon, dungeon. Like three right in a row. And I had already had the Master Sword by then. So they were pretty easy to, to do. Now, you, what order did you do them in? The uh, the beasts. I did. I did the elephant first, then the camel, then the lizard, then the bird. And which was your favorite? Probably the. Oh, I don't know. Um. Well, I think the lizard, simply because that one physically 
re and realistically crawling around outside that thing, staring at the staring at the bubbling lava below me, you know, like a just like a no, uh, while this thing was crawling around. Because you have to, there was more than once you had to like be outside it and manipulate it. Um, and you were scared you'd fall oh, into the lava. Yeah. Yeah. Just looking over the edge. Like I'm already acrophobic. Like I don't need, I don't need that sitting in my couch, man. <laughs> um, like uh, edge and, and knowing, and I fell more than once. And when you fall, there's nothing you can do to help except pop your parachute and then have, have it take longer for you to fall <laughs> into the lava and be instantly vaporized into toxic gases you know what bothers me then i never thought about it until right now you would think that over the lava there would be updraft like non-stop yeah that's true <laughs> that would admit that would make that too easy though that's true that's true Mecha mechanically speaking because then you could just jump off the side pop up and then go wherever you needed to go instead of having to crawl around the outside terrified ball because you can't climb on those things yeah you can only walk yeah that and, and that's one more thing to point out is that you can climb everywhere in the game except for in the dungeons and shrines um like and, and how do you so let's talk really quick about the uh, did you have anything else to talk about for the dungeons uh no but if i do we'll just come back to it that's true uh although i did want to give my order i did the elephant first and then the bird and then the salamander and then the camel and my favorite was the camel, I think. I thought I, I really enjoyed that one and I thought that that boss was probably hard the hardest one in the game. I thought I, th sure. I thought that that was harder than fighting Ganon myself. For sure. Absolutely. Because I broke it, so it, many weapons and I got hit so many times and I oh ate yeah. so much food fighting that guy. And it took me forever. Well, I, before so, go ahead. Go ahead. Change okay. topics. Let's ask this. So, on your next playthrough, you don't play, you don't replay games the way that I do. But I'm let's assume you're going to replay games, especially when hard um, mode comes out. What, what order the beasts in next? So you, because you have, will have full knowledge of them. They're not going to be different. They might be harder, but they're not going to be different. Will you do what order? Will you do them in next? That's a really good question. <clears throat> it's it's hard to decide because, okay, so for those of you that don't know, and if you don't know, why are you listening to this? But for those of you that don't know, each time you defeat a beast, you get like a special power. Um, and the elephant gives you basically a get out of jail free card. If you get killed, you're brought to, to back to life with full health plus extra hearts, which is ridiculously yep. powerful. Extra full hearts. Yeah. Um, and when I got that, because that was the first dungeon I did, I said to myself, there's no way that there's anything that I can ever get that will be as powerful as this. And then I went and did the bird dungeon, and you are able to jump up into the air really, really high, make a, an updraft, and then you can use that updraft to glide places. And really that makes, far. yeah, really far. And that makes traversing this game, which this game has a lot of traversal, a whole lot easier. And I, I got that one last. 
after I was already <laughs> closing in on a hundred dungeons, which means the amount of time that I had climbed cliffs was <laughs> yes you spent a lot of time clinging to the side <laughs> of a mountain and hoping praying to god please don't rain yeah. please don't rain yeah. <laughs> or don't don't let me be three hand uh grips below the edge <laughs> stamina so that i either have to jump and pray you're not going to make it by the way if you do that um eat food stamina recovery so you're wasting 99 percent of that stamina wheel because you're just going to get right to the top and then it's going to recharge when you stand up or fall <laughs> and try again later find yeah. a different way <laughs> um and l so with the uh, so i i can't decide if i would do the bird first or the uh, elephant first I can't decide between those, but those are the, two, like one of those two would definitely be first for me. What about you? What, uh, yeah, I know I would do the bird first bird, elephant, bird, elephant for sure. Cause if you're dying that much at the beginning, then, you know, maybe get better. I mean, I'm the worst at combat and I never, I don't think I, I don't think I died without doing something dumb that early in the game later on in the game at times a lot of times but that traversal power come will come in super handy especially since early in the game even climbing a tower to get your map and your starting stamina because those towers are tall so you float up to halfway and mm -hmm. then climb from there see i already had all of the towers by the time i did any of the dungeons yeah, because like that was Which... the that was a goal that I set for myself when I first started. I was playing. Uh, I'm on the the Great Plateau. Um, he gives me the glider. I'm standing there. I'm like, where am I going to go first? They want me to go this this. Well, they don't. They do kind of nudge you in the direction of yeah. the elephant dungeon first. But I was like, mm -hmm. screw you guys. I'm going wherever I feel like. And I just wandered the earth like jewels at the end of Pulp Fiction. Uh, and yeah. spoilers, sorry. Uh, I wandered all over, uh, Hyrule, uh, uncovering these places. And like, I remember there was one tower that I had to climb up in the, uh, in the desert that was so tall that oh, I had yeah. to eat like over and over. Like I probably ate like four times cause I had like no hearts cause the desert was like one of the first places that I went to, um, yeah that canyon leading up to the Gerudo desert. That is a really fun ser uh, sequence of stuff to go through. Cause you are kind of trapped in the Canyon. You can climb out, but it's really tall and it's going to use up a lot of your supplies in order to make the food that you need to that, to do that. And I right. didn't have extra stamina at the time. Um, but it was awesome. And, uh, I I've kind of gotten, gotten off my point. I don't remember what I was talking about. He wasn't listening either. <laughs> uh, I was, I was, I was using uh, the time while you were talking to think about what I was going to say next, which is the way most people converse. That That's true. Conversationalists. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we were talking traversal um, and stuff. So let's, if, if it comes to, we'll come back to it. But which power would you get last? Which one was the, 
the one that you just never was not useful? Well, I wouldn't say that it wasn't useful, but Garut's protect Garuk's protection, which is basically when you're holding down your block ability, um, if you, I guess, fat finger it and you don't get out of the way in time, um, that. Basically, it's an and it's an extra shield, and it's like a, it's a force field. You yeah, it's a force, force field, field, and it's like yeah. it's like, hey, we understand. Not everybody can be uh, perfect, so next time, dodge out of the way, and we won't have to use this up. And what, I think it has like two charges, right? Three, uh, three charges. Three charges. Yeah, so it's got three charges. Um, I think like I by the time I got that, I was pretty adept at combat. Um, pretty good at perfect dodge. And so I didn't use that very much. Although when I first fought, when I fought Ganon, um, all three of those charges got used up almost instantaneously because <laughs> I did not dodge yeah. very well against him. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I mean, that one's nice. And that was, I definitely loved it against guardians because you could just let the beam bounce back at him. Perfect shield block, which I was pretty bad at. Um, but most of the time, I found it got wasted from Octoroks. Because every an Octorok, you hold your shield up, you bounce the you bounce the rock back at them, and they die. You don't have to do anything except stand there and hold up your shield. Mm-hmm. Except it would it would you know it would use Garuk's protection, and uh, and then it would so it was always on cooldown for me because there's Octoroks everywhere, man. That one, it was a cool ability, definitely useful. But you can go into your inventory and you can turn those powers off. You find a little gem. I had no idea. Turn them off. But who wants to go in and navigate every time there's an Octorok around so you can use your shield and not waste Garuk's protection? Yeah. Uh, So that that one probably be last for me too. And I didn't use it, but... um, uh, the one from the camel was pretty killer. Right, especially if you're not very good at combat. In which I'm terrible at combat. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so what that does remember, is you hold, one time, your, you hold your attack button and it puts a, a lightning bubble around and it hits everybody in that bubble. A huge bubble. Yeah, it's big. And it's it, it lightning bolts them, so they drop their weapons and stuff, and it stuns them. It's a long stun. And long is that two... Three, three, charges. three charges. So three charges for all of them except for Mifa's Grace. Right. Yep. Very cool. So let's let's talk about some awesome moments that that happened. Like at, that's the thing about this game that I don't think I've experienced since playing the first Zelda back in the day is just talking to people about when you're playing Zelda, the cool things that happened and the conversation that arises out of that. And that's really almost an, a second part of the game is just ha- talking to somebody. And, and every time you're talking about it, you're like, that happened to you? How did that happen? I didn't even know that could happen. In fact, there's a there's a NeoGAF thread that's called, I did not know that that could happen in Zelda. Um, and so what are, what are like some of your favorite moments that happened to you in the game where you just you wanted to talk about it and i kept telling you to shut up because we had to save it for the podcast you know i don't know i don't remember i'm 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 low key scrolling through some text conversations that that uh we went through 
few All right. Well, while whatever. he's scrolling, I'll tell you one of mine. So I had decided in the game, there's three mazes. And I decided I'm going to go to these three uh, mazes or labyrinths and finish those. And I had just finished the third one. And I the, the third one that I did was the one that was in um, in the snowy area. I can't remember what it's called. And I'm... I had just finished it, and of course it is a uh, it's a shrine. And I figure, okay, well I'm gonna go to. I, I open up the map, and I was like, well I'm gonna go to the stable here, and get a horse, and then ride off to this other thing. And I'm on my way out, and I see a bone horse, and I was like, oh, a bone horse. I wonder if I can stable this. And my son is sitting next to me, and he's like, you know, you can't. And I was like, thanks for ruining that. Oh, yeah. um, so he, he there's a bone horse, and I was like, all right, so. There's a a, a Bokoblin riding towards, or a Bokoblin skeleton man. I don't remember what, what those guys are called. And um, it's stealth. riding towards me. Yes, yeah, stealth. St well, each one of the stealthos has its own name based on what oh, type yeah. of thing it used to be before it became a skeleton. So the, the skeleton is riding at me on a skeleton horse. And I did what you had told me about where you use stasis, which is awesome on the rider and the horse just yeah. keeps going on under from underneath him and he's sitting there floating in air and so that i run over and i jump on the the bone horse and i'm like all right well now i've got this and you don't so i'm just ran past him and ignored him and i'm riding towards this nearby stable and i see a lionel and i i'm like okay well lionels are tough but i'm gonna try and fight him right so I, I fight the Lionel a couple times and I I I, I got killed, and so I, I I'm trying to convince myself just leave the Lionel alone. You're on a horse, ride past him and ignore him. But I couldn't help myself. I just wanted to fight the Lionel because I love the Lionel fights. They're so fun and they're very very satisfying if you can pull them off. Yeah. So I'm after the I'm fighting the Lionel and. Like he's a little bit away from me, and one of the things you can do is when they they kind of rear up, like they're gonna charge at you, uh, and if you shoot them with an arrow at that point, they kind of get stunned, and then you can run up and whack him a couple times. Well, he was a little far from me, and I was I, I go to shoot him with an arrow, and I was like, oh, I'm out of, I'm all out of arrows, and I go, well, I got one of these guard, like this is all in my, in my inner monologue. I got a guardian arrow, and then I said this out loud on the stream. I go. I wonder if anybody's tried shooting these guys with a guardian arrow. So I pick a guardian arrow and I loose it and it hits the, the, the Lionel and it vaporizes the Lionel. And I was just, I was absolutely stunned. Like I sat there on stream mouth, uh, agape. Uh, it, it, it vaporized the Lionel. And then I look and at the, and you could just see it off to the side at the same time, my horse vaporized. The the bone horse also vaporized, probably from the explosion. It, although it didn't even really explode when I shot him, he just ceased to exist, and yeah. none of his gear, um, none of his gear dropped. And Vaxer in chat just said, "There's a clip of that fight." So if you want to check out that clip, just go to Twitch.tv/RunJumpStomp, and you can look at the clips there of that fight. It was hilarious and very very fun. Oh, that's one of of my stories. Did you find anything in the text messages? Yeah, yeah, a few things. But I want to say, so it turns out horses can die in this game, and I had no idea because 
anytime an enemy was nearer than I was on a horse, I either just ran him over a wing or I jumped off and used slow motion arrow shot to between his eyes and the fight was over very quickly. But I did find a um, with someone who could um, could bring dead horses back to life. I don't think it would work on your on your um, stall horse though because stable them. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah. Uh, well, one of the best one of the best uh, moments was playing. He's just sitting next to me. He's very little. Um, so everything is awesome to him that's new because you know he hasn't been jaded like we have <laughs> um, <clears throat> decades worth of of uh, video game stuff where we could be like Meh, someone else did it better <laughs> uh, I know that guy so it just running across yeah just running across uh, that giant bridge and the green lightning dragon is off in the distance. And he goes, what is that? And I had, I, I don't know what that is, man. And we just stood still and watched it slowly snake its way across. And then I said, it's it's coming right over here. Like, it's coming really close. So we, we ran up to it to see what, you know, just to see what it was all about. And uh, one of the lightning balls that surrounds it whacks uh, hits us and we go jumping backwards and we didn't fall off the bridge or, or get killed or anything, but it was really early in the game. Uh, so it very easily could have done either of those things to us. The rest of the game, we're playing this game going, what was that thing? I didn't take the, it didn't, I don't know if I had the camera or if I even thought about it, but it was very different from kind of anything else I'd seen in a Zelda game. And it just floated on by. It didn't care about us even a little bit. It didn't look at me. It didn't want to fight with me. Nothing. It just kept going. And I actually later on dedicated days worth of gameplay before I knew even what those dragons were for, um, tracking them down. And then one time, and the, the text message I sent you was, hey, I found, a, I found another dragon. I did something bold and it paid off. Like that was all I said. And that was the first time I found the red dragon and I tracked down where I could find it and when, and then when it got near me, I hit it with a bow. Like I shot it. I was like, well, what's the worst that could happen? It kills me. And I start somewhere else. Um, and then something fell off of it. And I was like, well, I can get pieces off these things. And I, then it was nothing I could do for days except just look for them off in the distance, slowly figure out where they are, where they spawn, where they travel are they near enough that I can get to them and, and start shooting pieces off of them? Uh, that was one of them. Now, have you found a use for the pieces other than uh, to open up the shrines that they go along with? Yeah, you need um, you need horn pieces to upgrade your blue shirt. Lots. Of That's them. what it is. Okay, because I still have like the normal yeah. blue shirt. No, man. You gotta upgrade that thing. It's like thirty-two armor or something when you get it all the way upgraded. It's crazy pants. Yeah. So I mean, to, to illustrate, yeah, to, to illustrate how good it is, I'm terrible. As a matter of fact, one of the first texts I find found between Run and I um, was, you know, just kind of touching base about the things that we so far. And I said, uh, 
uh, you know, he's like, he says shield block and then knock their laser back at him talking about guardians. And I said, yeah, I can't get that right. Lionel yet. I said, well, if by fought, you mean eating all my food, getting them to a little below half and running away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I fought a Lionel. Um, and he said he killed one. Um, and early on in Zora's domain, they force you to go up against one against one uh because you need lightning arrows to get into the elephant beast so they give you um they say here go go right here there's a lionel have fun and you have to get steel lightning arrows from him and the lightning arrows are everywhere you can be sneaky and you can walk around and get them so i i was getting lightning arrows and i said well i'm gonna fight this guy that's a bad guy. I want to fight him. I'm Link. I fight bad guys. That's my job. So my son proceeded to watch me. Yeah. And I don't know much. Just woke up, got no memories. Fighting guys, that's what I do. Um, so my my son proceeded to watch me speed off me like 15 times. And I could get close, like halfway and stuff. But I'm, I was bad. I'm bad at the super dodge. And even if you get the super dodge perfect... And you whack away with your D early on in the game. If you go there early, like I did, your weapons are garbage and they just, they break and they do no damage. And there's, you know, it, it's, eventually you're just done. I just was throwing myself at this guy and over and over. And my son who's five says, you have the arrows. Can't you just run away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess I can just run away. Good. And then so, then weeks and weeks later, I take my switch over to your house and you're like, man, go back and I will teach you how to fight these guys. Right. And I went back and I was still getting the pants beat off me. But at one point lost three hearts. This guy's knocked you to the ground 10 times. You got hit by lightning one time, like his lightning arrow in the water. Like what's going on? I was like, oh yeah, no, I upgraded my armor like crazy. You you upgrade the the like the the suit of armor, hat and pants and that blue shirt, and your armor is ridiculous. That guy could knock you around all day long, and all he's doing is wearing down his weapons. See, I Get played totally open. different because I I upgraded everything that I had once, mm -hmm. and then I upgraded everything that I had a second time, and I never found. The other fairies, like I still have yet to find, like there are four fairies, there are all four lights, there are four fairies that you can find in the game and they will upgrade your stuff in an, an incredibly creepy way. And yeah. I only found, creepy. yeah, increasingly creepy. There you go. Um, I only ever found two of them. And so I'm running around in like, I am the paper tank. Uh, I go in there to fight a Lionel. When they hit me, I lose like eight hearts every time uh so i had to get very good at dodging or uh blocking um because i just did not have the stuff and i didn't know where the other fairies were and i refused to look anything up in the game and i just haven't come across that stuff yet um meanwhile my son has found um four of them and he cannot stand that i don't know where they are like he's always like, he's like, Hey, you want, do you want to know, do you want to know where they are? And I'm always like, no, I don't want to know where they are. Don't tell me. Um, but he, he always wants to tell me stuff cause he likes to be helpful. All right. So, um, 
And by the way, that is another awesome moment the first time that you come, come up against that Lionel because there's there's that cut scene where yeah. the, the Lionel sees you with that terrifying question mark over his head and you're like, oh my God, did he see me? Did he see me? And then it cuts to this, this cut scene where Link Lovely is, hiding. he's got his back <laughs> against a boulder and he's kind of looking, trying to look around the corner to see the Lionel and the Lionel is like looking towards him and walking towards him and you're like, okay, I'm going to die. And uh, yeah. I fought that thing quite a few times before before I uh, I was able to take it down. But I I never thought to run away. I always thought, well, this is the holder of the sacred arrows, the lightning arrows. I must have <laughs> yeah. them. I'm going to beat yeah. him. That's my job. Uh, so I never I did not give up. Um, another awesome moment that happened to me that uh again this this one was on stream so there might be clips of it but is um the dark woods did you find the dark woods where it was yes. black yes yeah late late in the game a little earlier than you because i believe i was watching that stream um yeah and that one was i didn't have nearly as much trouble as you did bumbling your way around in there uh <laughs> i'm but, i'm uh, whipping a meteor wand all over the place fireballs fire, are flying just, <laughs> yeah yes but that one that one was very cool i was i, I knew that it was i knew that it existed because someone in the oh you cut I out talk to someone what back, someone in the world somewhere that you talk to was talking about a darkness shrine or something where darkness. So I was sort of always waiting for it a little bit. And then I, eventually I came, I wasn't expecting it to be as soon as you walk into the woods, the lights go out. Mwahaha, have fun. Go, I would go into a shrine and then it would be in darkness and I'd mm, have to okay. sort my way through it. So it, it was a little bit like when you first get to the lost woods and you're like, well, I don't, know what to have what to do here like everything i do is wrong apparently and uh so yeah it was that was a cool that was a cool feeling it was nice and then of course figuring it out is always a cool feeling that's why that's why you, you play games to figure it out yeah and the the culminating fight with the hinox in the dark was <laughs> unbelievably cool like all you can mm -hmm. see is his giant eye, which by the way, Hinox are my favorite, like that they are so fun to fight. They're not my favorite. I think the Lionels are still my favorite, but they are really fun to fight. The first time that I fought a Hinox, like he's got a he's got a giant uh different colored eye. And as somebody who plays video games, I've learned that you're supposed to shoot that thing because it's a different color. Yeah. So uh or because it's giant it's almost glowing, right? Yeah. Uh, so he, like, I find this one, and I had not seen one before. And he gets up, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll shoot him in the eye. So I shoot him in the eye with the bow, uh, and it knocks him, like, it stuns him, and I hit him a couple times with my sword. And by the way, these guys are huge. Like, you can run under their legs. Um, yeah, straight up between their legs, cartoon style. Cartoon style, that's right. Uh, but you got to be fast, because they'll try and butt stomp you by just sitting down. Um <laughs> So yeah, I hit him in the eye, and then after a couple times of doing this, he's like, all right, fine, jerk. I'm going to cover up my eye. And so he's covering it up, and he's he's covering his eye, and I'm like, I can't shoot him in the eye anymore. What am I supposed to do? Uh, and then finally, 
I, I never figured out that what you have to do at that point is set his bracers on fire or his, uh, what do they call it? His leg guards. You have to set his leg guards on fire. So he'll take his hands down and try and put them out. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So what I ended up doing is I just wait until he takes a swing at me and then shoot him. Yeah. And then he falls me. down and I do it. Um, I would always just run between his leg. When he started doing that, then I just run between his legs. And when I heard the butt thump, turn around and whack him a couple of times. But, well, his, his shin guards are made out of wood. So if you shoot those with a uh, fire arrow, he'll try right. and put the fire out. And then it gives you an opportunity to shoot him in the eye again. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. It, it's really cool. But the fighting him in the dark was amazing. My like, I screenshotted this. It was like it's probably one of my favorite moments in video games ever. Um, he had, or I used the meteor wand, I believe, and I swung it a bunch of times. And there's fire everywhere, right? right? And so there's updrafts. And so then I run over and I take the updraft up and I fly up above him. And it's dark, but I can see his eye because it glows. Right. And so I really need to kill him because I have almost no health left. And I pull out the bomb arrows and I shoot him in the face with a bomb. Uh, and when it explodes, it lights up the entire area that I'm in. And you could see Link silhouetted in the middle of the explosion. And I was like, screenshot, because I had yeah. to screenshot that moment. It was so cool. Let's talk about yeah. the Lost Woods real quick. Um, okay. How how did you get through there? Um, at first, I bumbled my way around. And if you go too far, then the mist surrounds you and you entered. Or if you get a little further in, then there's another spot near two, near two stationary torches that you can reset to uh so i bumbled for a while to what you've described as how you've gone through it and then eventually uh i my video game instincts said okay they're handing you a torch every time you go back to the beginning you're standing in front of a torch use the torch they, they wouldn't be giving you one if it wasn't important somehow you light the torch and then you run around, and that doesn't help because you still the same places. You just get sent back to the beginning. But eventually, my son said, "The wind is blowing your torch sparks." Is when you run. You know. So I looked, and yeah. So as you walk, and now it's blowing to the right. So then you follow it, and now it's blowing to the left. So you follow it. So you just follow the wind. See the wind in the in there is the sparks that are coming up off your torch you follow those and then you get right to the end that's Once awesome that it was easy i see i never figured that out and so yeah, I, I just would creep up slowly and if this fog started to come in i would turn around and run like a like a scared <laughs> little little man yeah um yeah. and then i would i eventually found my way through it and then once i found my way through it that moment because i have played a link to the past so many times, but when I, and like, there are not very many games that I will replay. That is one game that I will play over and over again. But that moment when you, when you first make it into the Korok forest yeah, and you walk through the log and it's got like the hole in the log and you could, 
like that was ripped straight like somebody had gone back into my memory and said what was he feeling the first time that he made it through the lost woods and found the master sword in the forest in a link to the past that's what we're going to replicate and they totally nailed it because when i was going through there that's exactly what i was thinking and then you get to the master sword now did you get were you able to pull the master sword the first time that you were there no I, I tried four or five times before I could do it. Yeah, I probably I only tried three times, I think, um, because I did not go to the Lost Woods for a very long time. I saw them and I looked at them with my um, with my binoculars, basically. And I was like, man, that looks scary. I'm not going there yet. And then finally, I decided I wanted the Master Sword and I did not know where it was. But I my like my gut told me it's got to be in the Lost Woods and th- that area that I saw has to be the lost woods yeah so i'm gonna go there and find it and sure enough it was there and then i was totally thrown for a loop when the deku tree started talking to me and i was like the deku tree's here because i did not know that that was gonna happen and it was just i was flabbergasted it was like such um a confluence of nostalgia uh in the lost wood it's it's like one of my favorite video game experiences ever yeah and it was for me, it was late enough in the game that I was like, okay, I have uncovered a lot of the map. And I cannot find the Korok forest that Maraca Joe said he was going. <laughs> I'm sick of leaving swords on the ground, right? <laughs> so if you don't know, in this game, every weapon you pick up breaks, every shield is going to break, and every every bow is going to break. When you start, maybe four or five inventory slots for each of those three things. But you find, walking down the road, a giant Korok. is maracas. So you get a mini quest to go find the maracas. They weren't hard to find. He tells you where they are. Some bullies took them from him or something. So you go beat them up. You bring his maracas back. And then from then on, when you find the little Korok seeds yeah. around the world, you can, that's those guys right there. You can take them back to him uh, right where you left him. And trade in a, a one or two or three to get, you know, another spot for a sword or a shield or a bow. And it costs more and more as the more you increase it. And and after you trade in enough with him where you find him the first time, he, he buggers off somewhere else. And then you find him again and you can trade three or four more times. And then he says, he oh, suddenly he remembers how to get home to the Korok forest. And then he's gone. And... Then you spend a long time in the game <laughs> gathering these Korok seeds and lamenting the fact that you can only hoard, hold five swords. You could not have to drop something to pick up this cool one, but that's one that I have or find. And then you just never find it. And no one tells you, you know, nobody at Tarny thinks says, oh yeah, the Korok forest, it's up north over there. Nobody tells you where it is. So I was getting real bummed that I hadn't found it. I was like, man, I have uncovered this whole map, except for over in the desert, and the Korok Forest is not in the desert. And one tower, and uh, normally when you get to the top of the tower, that is a perfect time to look around uh, and so that you can see on your map so that you can go explore. And you're like, oh, there's look at there's a stable over there. I didn't even see it. Uh, so I'll tag that to go over there, and there's another shrine there. Or whatever, but one of them has a great big, like stone 
half dome, like maybe three quarters or uh, maybe, I don't know, a third uh, dome covering. So you can't look past it and you can't float off in that direction. Um, and I, and you can sort of stand next to it and look and there's a big forest over there. And you say, oh, let's see, a forest that they're not going to let me look down in and float down to. That's probably where I want to go. And then you have to find your way through, you know, the, the roads and stuff and get there. So even finding the lost woods was cool. And then the big surprise at the end is the lost woods is the Korok Forest. Right. So you find both of them at the same time, and then you can turn in the 50 seeds that you've been walking around with <laughs> and suddenly feel like you've got space for stuff for a little while. Yeah, you feel like so that, when, when that you first do that, you feel like I could carry the world in my backpack. And that feeling lasts <laughs> yeah. for all of about 15 minutes. And yeah. then you're like, okay, I need to find more seeds. How many so seeds I, did you find? Do you know? How many Clorox did I find? Yeah, do you know? No. I don't yeah, know I either. I, I'll figure it out. There's um, 900. So <laughs> I did not find 900. On the topic of inventory, there's a question I wrote down. For a piece of equipment that you made sure to have at all times on hand. Well, God. Okay, I always wanted... You mean like a specific piece? Or or a or a style or a type or just something. I mean, every piece of equipment in this game is so temporary. That's Was true. Was there something that you had? Well, okay, Baxter, I you, I don't know on, what it was called. I have to wait. I have to address this. Okay, Baxter, you haven't found a single Korok seed yet. They're they everywhere. Hand them to you. They're everywhere. There's things. Did you start playing today? Everybody look under your seats. Well, he did just get a switch like two days ago. Okay. You are excused and please forgive my condescending tone and face. <laughs> Everybody look under your seats. There's Korok <laughs> There's seeds Korok for everyone. Seed, yeah. <laughs> That's right. The Korok seeds are very fun to find. They're everywhere. You practically, you'll stumble over them. Yeah. Anytime that you see something and you're like, huh, that looks kind of weird. weird. Like that wouldn't just happen in nature. Chances are there's something that you have to do, and you'll get a Korok seed, and then you'll hear the awesome sound. Yeah, ha ha! I love that sound. It is so fun. All right, here's my loading screen. Let's see. I just teleported someplace. All right, while he's looking at that, uh, let me think about the. You found 98, 98 seeds. Yeah. So. Or is that how many you have on you now? Ten percent. Is that how many no, you have on you total. now? That's total. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's total. Yeah. I have no idea how many I found. I I can't. Uh, I can I can load it up. Um. So actually, I I don't have the game in there right now because I've got has been heroes in my Switch. But yeah. Um, the the item that I always want to have with me. Um, I guess like a until I found the master sword, it was always I wanted to have a one handed sword with me because I felt mm -hmm. like those were the best ways. Uh, the the like the way that I could fight the best. Um, mm -hmm. although I also really liked to have a spear because you could, you could run at a target and then 
hit your attack button and Link would kind of slide forward and lean way forward with his spear way out in front of him and tag somebody from really far away. And that was always a really good feeling. That was a cool move. I always had a torch. I never didn't have a torch. I quite often did not have torches. There are so many times in that game when just being able to light a torch and set something on fire is just perfect and useful. Uh, you got you got no fire arrows, but you got a torch. Light something on fire. Light an arrow. There's your fire arrow. What'd you think of those? Uh, um... It's dark in here. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's dark in here. There's a thing over there. Light a torch. Walk over. That's amazing. What'd you think I of those um, had... quests where you had to carry the blue fire? Uh. Well, one of them was easy. One of them was a pain in the butt. I didn't. The, the one that the was one a pain where, in the butt, I did not have a torch for. Oh, well, they must have given you one. There must have been one nearby, right? I did not see it in any torch nearby. So what I did is I fought a bokoblin, stole his spear, and I would, <laughs> um, I would catch it on fire with the blue fire. I would run to the next, uh, little spot where you could basically light the light the little temporary torches. And then I would put it away so that it didn't burn, take it back yeah. out and relight it. Uh, and then, but I loved how sometimes I had to throw the spear, which is on fire over like something that's in the way so I could climb over it and then pick it back up to keep mm-hmm. going. Actually, that's a, that's good. That That's a good idea. I cause yeah. Cause there was one spot where you have to light the blue torches down. You don't have to light them all the way down, but it's handy. The torch away, you can light it back up. But for the, you know, for the set, for the, the research station where you can buy the stuff, you have to light the blue thing and it's so far away. And yeah, there was one or two times when you have to climb something and I couldn't get over it with it because you put the torch away when you climb. That's a good solution to that. Cause I was trying to use fire arrows, but you can't, the, the blue flame doesn't light a blue flame fire arrow. It just lights a regular arrow. So far away, I would just miss anyway. Like it was, that was a, that would have been a good idea. Throw throw the weapon, climb over, pick it back up. I did I didn't solve it that way. How did you solve it then? Yeah, I think I went a different way. There was more than one way you could go. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was. I I don't remember. I put a lot of effort into that. I just got it done in one sitting. Like I wasn't just like, I'm not coming back. I'm finishing this in armor, man. Uh, yeah. I tried to always have a hammer for smashing. Um, but near the end of the game, I didn't bother with that because you start getting giant stone. Um, Swords. And those work just as yeah. well. Yeah. Or, if I knew I wasn't going to fight any guardians or anything, I would just use the master sword, hit them a couple times, and then it would then it would just run out of power. And I just had to wait for it to come back. Did you very, go ahead? I was just going to say I was very minimalist sometimes. Did you um, ever find the golf game that I told you about? No, no, I never did. So there is I in this game there is a place a where you can play games, golf. I think. It is so yeah. cool. <laughs> you show up. There's a guy there. It, I don't know if they call it golf, but there's this big boulder, and he's like, 
uh, you know, oh, we have this little competition where if you can get the boulder into the thing and it's like it feels like it's miles away and you're like, you cannot push it that far. So, of course, you have to use stasis. Um, right. And so you use stasis on it and you got to hit it. And if it goes off the fairway, then you got to move off and it's really hard to get it back onto the fairway. So uh, you pay money to play uh, to, to play golf and then you I don't know that I ever actually finished it because it was like I kept screwing up and getting it off the fairway i do think yeah. that there would have been a better way for them to use stasis like to give you the player just a little more control because i felt like what i would do is i would freeze something hit it a bunch of times the arrow's pointing this way and so i'd move over like a centimeter and now the yeah. arrow's pointing completely the opposite direction i was like i could yeah. never quite get it perfect stasis aiming was was really hard and judging how far launch things was hard yes there there was one there was one shrine that i found where you had to knock one of the glowy glowy balls into the glowy bowl from across a, a river you know from across a bunch of water and i would hit it hard or slightly too soft and then you had to reset it with a button that was all the way over here mm -hmm. so that when you came back you weren't standing in the same exact place you were before so you'd whack with your weapon and it was walked off over this way and you're you're on a timer because the stasis runs out on a timer and so you slide back over a little bit and hit it again and maybe you got it right this time but now how many more times should i hit it you know last time i hit it five times it was too far this time i hit it four times and it's not far enough how do you hit something half a time you know <laughs> yeah uh, i think that's maybe you just switch to that. a different uh, weapon yeah that's I was gonna say that's when i figured out that lighter weapons hit things for less momentum you know so you whack it two times with a giant sledgehammer and then you're ding ding that's just perfect nice um, one thing that I did want to talk about in the overworld, uh, because that's really, that's the main character in the game is the world that you're playing in. And it's where the game absolutely shines. And other than world of Warcraft, I don't think that there's ever been a game where I felt like I understood the lay of the land as well as I do in this. Like I, I instant instinctively know how to get from one place to another really, really quickly uh, in the game, even without dealing with fast travel, I'd like, I know, oh yeah, there's going to be like this big mountain in the way if I go this way. So I, I don't want to climb over that. I can go around it this way, or I can, uh, I know that there's a bridge here. Um, even without even looking at the map, you just kind of understand the world because they've done it in a way that just makes, uh, sense. And like I said, at the beginning of, of the show, uh, the, the map is all about, your discovery i absolutely love climbing to the top of uh a tower and then you you pick up your sheikah slate and you're like okay i want to go there 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 it's so satisfying and the way that the game knows exactly what you're looking at like it doesn't screw up when you place your pin like it's yeah. like if i'm looking at this little building it's like yep it puts it right on that building not behind it not in front of it exactly on it and yeah, I, thought I, don't it was fantastic. It, I don't think it ever got a pin wrong for me, even once. Did you ever run into any bugs in the game? Like where you were like, oh, this is so. broken. No, I don't think so. 
I don't think I've ever played a game where I've not run into uh, something in the game that was just broken. Um, right. And especially with as much jumping and climbing in this game, I don't think I ever once, you know, got stuck between a rock and the cliff, you know, with Link in a stupid pose, <laughs> like vibrating as you were. That never happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that never happened to me either. There, there was one bug that I ran into, and it was in the final fight with the Dark Beast. Uh, and it summons your horse when you have mm-hmm. to fight him. Uh, yeah. Ostensibly because you have to get around this thing fast enough to, to do yeah. things in a, t- in a certain amount of time. Um, well, I'm calling my horse. I'm like, hey, horse, come over here, horse. Come here, horse. And oh, Epona, stuck underneath. She got stuck on ganon's hoof so like she's just running at his hoof nonstop, and i was like horse come here and then finally i just said screw it and i sprinted around ganon to shoot the things Uh, i of course died on that attempt and then tried it again but that did that did happen to me mine got stuck underneath uh ganon and kept getting just stomped and hurt and stomped and hurt now the one i had had health because it calls the last horse that you had used. And I hadn't used a horse in so long that I forgot I had the giant horse selected. And I wasn't expecting to have to worry about my horse in this castle. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. So in the giant horse, he's amazing and he's colored Ganon's colors. So I think that he's descended from Ganon's horse. Mm, um, I still haven't found it. But he can't sprint. He has no spurs. Oh. He just runs fast by himself but he has no spurs so i was like well this is less than optimal because i want to get all the way around to hit these you know spots that zelda's illuminating for me um but he did he did get stuck under ganon and i didn't think of it as a i didn't think of it as a uh, a glitch i thought of it more of well keep your dang horse away from the giant pig smoke monster link Although back when they first were showing off Zelda, this is back when it was only on the Wii U, uh, Eiji Onuma, who is the director of Zelda stuff, basically, he like the big thing that they showed off was like, look, um, my horse is just riding along and, and doing its own thing when I can casually look around. Well, when I was fighting the Dark Beast, and I am like, my horse was dumb. My horse was very yeah. dumb at that point. Like if there was a tree, like you're in a giant open field, right? Yeah. And yeah. my horse ran straight at the only tree in the field and ran into it and stops. <laughs> and, um, yeah. like it, that almost got me killed a couple times, but I ended I up, I, I, I found that, that last fight but... to be very video gamey. It was. It, it was very short. Didn't take long. Wasn't hard. Um, especially since they make a big point. Uh, spoiler cast alert. Make a big point to tell you back from this one. What's they would you say you, that again? Because you cut out. I they make a big they, point. They, they make a big point to tell you Ganon's not coming back from this one. They say you know this is this game takes place tens of thousands of years after every other Zelda game. This one is the end of the line. And they say, all these other times, you defeat Ganon, he comes back. And he's a little more monstrous each time. He's a little more powerful each time. But so you defeat Ganon. And then she says, oh, he's foregoing his 
resurrection and assuming his real form. This is our chance to defeat Ganon once and for all. So they say, he's not coming back. This is it. And then it's not that hard. You know, OG Ganon, not that hard. Yeah. I didn't I didn't find that fight to be too difficult. I did die and, and okay, so real quick, you know, you might think but by what I'm saying, I didn't like the boss fight. That's not true. I it was really fun and I loved it, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. I didn't prepare for it at all. Like cuz I didn't expect to do it right then. I had almost no food with me. I only had one elixir. Uh, and I never really learned the mechanics. I never learned his telegraphs. Um, I did see a point at, at one point where I think I was supposed to use cryonis, but I just used bomb arrows and I just pelted him with bomb arrows. And then when he had his second form, I was like, well, I don't know why I wasn't expecting this, but I wasn't. So like yeah. suddenly he's demon, uh, or dark beast Ganon. I was like, Oh my gosh, really? Like it surprised me. And I, don't know why because he always does that that's his thing he turns into a monster after uh he looks like a human although he never looked like a human in this one he looked like i don't know what the hell he looked like like an ant or a spider or something lost yeah uh so i don't know opponent was terrible and i was i said screw the horse and i ended up just running around ganon to get it done and uh i still was was able to do it and um so now, now that we fought Ganon and got all the memories, uh, you get the special extra cutscene that happens after the credits. Because I guess this cutscene does not happen if you don't have all the memories. So the first, right. if if you have all the if you don't have all the memories, at the end it says Zelda says Link, do you remember me? And like that's it, right? And then the credits roll by, and then afterwards, if you've gotten all the memories. It comes up and it basically, I think it tells us what's going to happen with the DLC where, cause she says, okay, well let's go tell the King what happened to his daughter. He deserves to know. And apparently Link can't talk. So we need Zelda to do that. Um, right. So that, that, that I think is where we're going to probably pick up with the DLC because I was thinking, that once I defeated Ganon, he would be dead and I'd go around the world and people would be like, hey, man, remember that Ganon bastard who was flying around the castle? He's gone. I wonder what happened. And Link wouldn't tell yeah. them because Link can't talk. That's, I was hoping for the same thing. Like that. That's why, and I know I was, I was lamenting this a bit on the first time I was on your stream, is I was afraid. And you're because a, you were afraid I, of what? I, I was afraid... I was afraid to end the game because I I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to happen would be for the world to not change greatly but change enough so that when I would go talk to people they would say uh hey so I guess Gannon's gone that's awesome do you need a horse <laughs> yeah. you know like but and I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't even positive they were going to let me keep playing because again, name a name a let name a Nintendo game where you can do that. It's done, you yeah. know. So I'm glad that they have it in this one. The the way that you know the way they have it isn't my ideal way to do it, but I guess I'll take it. 
Yeah, I found it very disappointing that once you defeat Ganon, if you load the game back up and hit continue, it just loads you up before you fight him so you can go and do the stuff again. And that I I find that very disappointing. I the world is huge and I I do understand that it would have been a lot of work for them to go through and put in alternate conversations for every character based on whether or not uh, you had defeated Ganon or not. And I understand why they didn't do that. And I hope that that's what we're getting in the DLC. Cause they like the DLC, which comes out this summer, which is sooner than you think um, that that's going to include a hard mode, which I don't know what the hell that is because the game's already pretty yeah. hard. Um, yeah, which I'm, I'm looking forward to playing. It's going to include, I can't think of how to phrase it. It seems like an endless dungeon where you can kind of like in uh, twilight princess for the Wii U, there was an endless dungeon. You could go in, uh, and just like waves and waves of enemies would come at you and you'd see how far you could get. Um, now I'm not sure what that is for. Uh, they're being kind of quiet about that. And then in the winter time, uh, near, near holiday, we're going to get more DLC, which contains um, another dungeon and brand new story content, which is really weird to me because I feel like there was no story in the game except for the memories. So what is that story content going to look like? Is it going to be more memories or is it going to be like a quest line where people are asking Link to do stuff and it's not in the past? What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I like the idea that it's Link and the princess, you know, doing something. Because if you find all the memories, the conversation allude to the fact that now you remember everything, not Mm -hmm. just the little memories you've recovered. Like once you find all of them, the implication is you have recovered all of them. So on, you know, as it, as it was before with the princess, I I would like that. I think that would be interesting. Um, I wonder what villains are we going to get a different villain like? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, not Ganon. That makes me nervous. If it's Ganon again, that makes what I did in in the beginning pointless. Right. You know yes. that hundred hours. It's like, well, you didn't really need to do that stuff because he just comes back anyway. And I don't mind him coming yeah. back in the next game, but I don't want to fight Ganon again in this one. Maybe right, Darkling. In the Link? next game, in the next game, it's oh well, there's Darkling. Well, you can get a Darkling costume in this game, so I don't know. Well, that's we'll true. See. Yeah, in the yeah, in my Ganon only want because it's going to happen before this one. You know, so we can fight Ganon. We can fight Ganon an infinite amount of times in games after this one, and it doesn't change the fact that the last time we fight Ganon. Maybe like Link fights Ganon. It always yeah. feels like that's that's it. Like you look at Wind Waker at the end when Link sticks his sword right into Ganon's forehead. Yeah, you know it feels like it was pretty much over at that point. Um, right, but we as gamers know that we're going to fight Ganon again. Yeah, Otter Scotch in chat is... has a really interesting. Like I hope it's some kind of reconstructing Hyrule story. Maybe you could be fighting some pretender to the throne. That'd be kind of cool. That yeah, I'm okay with that. I did I did enjoy the limited amounts of village building that you do in this game. I mean, you weren't super interactive besides going with the right names and 
bringing a bunch of wood back and stuff but that was a fun thing to see and it was it was kind of the only thing like that in the game where doing a a mistake of the past you're helping Hyrule move forward Mm -hmm. so I like that idea too and that's something I never did I still have to go do and and build uh, the, the town like I, I yeah. bought my house and the guy was like, all right, I'm going to go. And uh, like, I got to go find him. Yeah. Well, man, yeah. I think we spoiled stuff. I think so. Do you have anything to what, add? Uh, well, I mean, I want to ask. So let's talk about the future, not the DLC. What, what would you like to see in the next Legend of Zelda game? So we'll, we'll assume there's going to be another one, and we'll assume. Which, what would you like to see? I want it to be well. I I heard the first assume. I didn't hear the second okay. assume. Well, what was the second thing? I said we'll, we'll assume a new one is coming, and we will assume it will be on the Switch. Okay. Um, I want the next Zelda to be a two D Zelda. I don't want to do another three D one yet, and honestly. Uh, if another 3D Zelda comes to the Switch, it's... <sighs> I cannot imagine them going back to the formulaic Zelda that they had before. And because there were rioting in the streets would happen. People would be like, but we want the new stuff! And if they did it again, I can't imagine them doing something better than this. So I don't know. Like I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I think that I think that they just have to go with a 2D Zelda next and then on the next console we get another 3D Zelda. Okay. I don't share your fear of formulaic Zeldas. I think that what I want ideally is I want all these new powers. New powers in Zelda games. You know, new powers are not super crazy. You know, you could turn into a painting and stuff like that here and mm-hmm. there. But they're always one situational. But these new powers are very cool. Um, magnesis and cryonis and stasis and all that stuff. Very neat. I think can stay. They don't have to be um, technological like they are in this game, you know. We've already seen games where you get time the boomerang is a wind boomerang. So it does wind powers too. So we can take these powers and break them up and put them on other. You can, I mean, we had the rod of command in Twilight Princess, which is sort of a precursor to Magnesis in a way. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can have a Magnesis rod. We can have a stasis boomerang. We can have those things. Um, so I want those same powers, but I don't want to get them all at once. I want them to be doled out. I want a Zelda stuff. I want my normal stuff. I want bows. I want bombs. I want, you know, I want the Pegasus feather or whatever, you know, um, I want a big open world like this one, but I don't care. I don't care if it's formulaic, if I can traverse the world in the same way as I did here. And I have to find things and discover things, dungeons in a certain order. I'm all right with that, man. I missed that a little bit with this one. I loved the way that this one let me do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. 
but I missed it. I missed seeing something on an island and saying, I can't get to that yet. I need a hook shot or a grappling hook or something. Having to remember what I saw or write it down or take a screenshot and then coming back later. I like coming back later. Once I finished an area with the beast, I didn't have to go back. I mean, I did because I wanted to get, you know, outfits and stuff like that. I, I miss that. I want to go to the first dungeon and earn Magnesis. And then when I go and then I find the next dungeon, but I can't get into it. So I have to remember where it is or mark it and go, well, that one I can't get to yet. So I'll wait. I can't wait till I can come back and see what's in there. So then I go over here and I use Magnesis in this dungeon. And now I've earned the bombs. Now I can go back over here and blow up the door and go into this one. I want that. And there's, there's nothing. I don't think that takes away from doesn't necessarily take away from the open world aspect of a game. Just because I find something in the world and I'm excited that I found it doesn't mean I need to be able to go into it right then. It's yeah. okay for me to find something and go, man, I found a tower and it looks amazing. And up at the top, there's whatever. I can't get into it yet though. So I'll just have to come back and then traversing the world and climbing mountains and, and parachuting <laughs> from high places and doing all those fun things to find where I need to go next and then doing it. I don't, I don't think that takes away from what they've given us, uh, but and adds back a more classic Zelda feel. I want to go back to a town that I was at because I didn't have the bow and arrow yet, and the guy up there has a target on his roof. So I want to come back halfway through the game when I finally get the bow and arrow and shoot that target and find a heart piece or something. I missed that. And I'm fine with that as long as when I find a a quote unquote dungeon and I need the bow and arrow to get into it or maybe the, the hook shot or something as long as that is communicated to me effectively so that I'm not standing there trying to get into this thing or, or try or, or even worse being inside it going through this dungeon and being like, I can't figure out what it is I'm supposed to do here. And it's because yeah. I haven't been taught about this yeah. other thing yet that they've invented for the game. Like yeah, they need sure. to be very careful, like in a link between worlds. Um, when you found a dungeon, uh, if you needed the, uh, the, the, the wind wand or whatever it was called, um, yeah. There was a picture of it on the outside of the dungeon, and you were like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, I, I know that I got to go get that and to, and to come here." Uh, and yeah. I, I like that. I, I wouldn't want it to be that obvious. Right. Well, maybe I would want it to be that obvious, but I would uh, like maybe just to have a sign outside that says, um, "He who controls the wind may enter." You know, something like you know what I mean. Something like that would work. Or if you can't open it's a big metal door, so you need the magnesis to open it. Or mm -hmm. it's covered with rocks, so you need bombs to get in. Like, there's there's a number of ways to do it without of the item that you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you don't want to get halfway through a dungeon, invested in a dungeon, solve a bunch of puzzles in a dungeon, and then find out, oh, no, you can't go any further because you don't have the boomerang. Yeah. No, that's no good. And as an old man, I do appreciate how fast I was able to do some of these dungeons, though. I need longer dungeons. I need them. 
if I'm designing this new Zelda game, which I, you know, which clearly I am, uh, <laughs> then I, you know, I want dungeons that I can't do until I have the right object, and I want them to be longer. All the cool puzzles in the shrines, and but they were bite-sized. They were nibbles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were they were broken up jigsaw puzzle pieces from the puzzles and stuff. There's no reason that you can't take 30 shrine puzzles and dole them out over the course of of a dungeon that you need to find the compass, the map, and the boss yeah. key in. You know what I and mean? And fight and things. Some of that too. Like, like there was no fighting in the in 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 these dungeons. Well, there was no. very lim- yeah. limited. Uh, that was so all for the for the outside. Things, yeah. yeah, but like yeah. in in traditional Zelda games, you go into a room, door slaps shut behind you, and yeah. at that moment you get that feeling. You're like, oh crap, I've done something wrong here. And then the monsters yeah. come out, and you have to fight them, and that's really cool right. and a very very satisfying yes. when you finish that room. And then you, the doors open back up and you're like, yes, I did it. Yes. And you're that right. was completely and I absent. I didn't realize I missed that until you just said that. And you get that in the castle when you fight the Lionels. There's two guard houses or whatever and the doors slap shut. And But the windows, I don't even know. I just fought the Lionels at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I didn't even realize. I, I forgot that I was missing that until you just said that for sure. Yeah. We can have those classic zelda feeling things and all the awesome stuff they just gave us that's new and fresh and felt we can have those both i'm not against a 2d one i mean if the new super nes classic doesn't have link to the past i'm gonna throw a one-person riot right here in this room um it will uh, it will it better it better well, that's if that's if it's a real thing. I think it is a real thing. I'm disappointed I, that it's a real thing, but I'm also I happy that it's a real thing. <laughs> I haven't I haven't looked into it. I just believed the Twitter account Run Jump Stomp uh, that was talking about it the other day. Uh, that guy just makes stuff. I up. hope you don't want to listen to him. <clears throat> that guy's the worst. All right. Um, Anything else you want to talk about for Zelda? No, nah, man. We covered a lot of good stuff. We There's did. always more to talk about. And there will be more Zelda spoiler casts at some point in the future when Bravd and I both finished 120 shrines. So we'll see you, <laughs> we'll see you guys in six years. Because yeah, I know okay. that right now Bravd is like <laughs> at the end of the game. He he's just he was just riding or walking around with his sensor on, hoping it would start beeping because he yeah. wasn't sure. And like he went much further. How many shrines did you get, by the way? I was just thinking. I want to say a hundred and nine. <clears throat> Let me just teleport somewhere. So I, I get my loading. I'm screen. trying to think. I got I think ninety. I think. I think I got ninety. 96 i believe so he's ahead of me and 112 112 so he only has it was 120 shrines in the game right so you only have eight shrines to go i don't know where they are man i have i have been everywhere (laughs) and that's a thing (laughs) and one more thing that i do want to say that i loved about this game and this will be the last thing that i say because we're already at an hour 38 
uh, is that I absolutely loved how when you climbed up to the top of a tower and it revealed a new map for you, all it showed you was the topography. It did not yeah. show you where things were. That was still on you to go and find things. And that yeah, the made names it of so great. Labeled or anything was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a lake. If you saw, if there was a lake, that lake did not have a name until you got there. And then it would like show up on your screen. And then if you bring up your map, it would tell you that that's what the lake's name was. And that was really cool. Final thoughts. Uh, this game is good. And if you listen to this whole thing and you haven't played it yet, one weird. <laughs> um, and two, get it and play it. If you're, if you're, should I buy a switch just for Zelda? Probably, I think. I mean, a lot of really great stuff coming down the line. Um, but it's super fun to play. And every part of it was great. And parts you think are going to be annoying, breaking weapons and stuff, turn out a really fun way um, to play the game. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of people did not like the breaking weapons, but I think it forces you to, um, to change up what you're going to do. But I, I already, now I've broken my promise. I said that was the last thing I was going to say. And then I talked some more, so I'm going <laughs> to shut up now. That's all the time that we have for today. If, if, uh, you want to know more about Zelda, just send a, a tweet either to me or atomic bravd at, uh, at atomic bravd on Twitter or at run jump stomp on Twitter. Um, if you have comments that you want to send in, you can just uh, email them to runjumpstomp at gmail.com, uh, if, uh, subject line switchcraft. If uh, you want to say angry things, then make sure you send them to atomicbravd at uh, somebody else's email.com. And if you want to call into the show, then you can do so. Leave a voicemail. That's 260-RUN-JUMP, 260-786-5867. And uh, if you want to uh, support the show, the easiest way is just to go to iTunes and give us a review. And um, also, uh, if you want to support the show in a financial way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Or uh, I have an Amazon link that you can also use. But anyway, that's it for us today. Thank you so much, Brock, for coming by and talking about Zelda with me. My pleasure. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, all my buddies. Yeah.